hey, content warning, we're going to talk about mental health issues and suicide. So, like, if you don't like that, skip ahead to this time. 2840, but there'll be another warning before the heavy stuff. Welcome to the Shadow Net. My name's Phil, aka Zeroth Maxima. Threat level alpha before we start going. Uh. Ah, oh, this is the problem with not writing anything down. Uh, we say bad words, so yeah, either get over it really quick or or hang up the call. My extra special guest today, one of my favorite jaded fuckheads, it's Whiteblade111. Whiteblade222 sometimes. I, I just want you to know I was a jaded fuckhead before it was cool. No, I like, agree with that. I'm Like, I was being a jaded fuckhead, like... Years before this new breed of jaded fuckheads. Absolutely. They just don't understand the culture. I mean, know? they're trying. They're trying, which is which is good. You know, reaching out. Community uh, community access? Community service? No, none of these are correct. How have you been? Oh my, I'm so tired. I'm uh, This past weekend, just moving. Moved my whole house into new house. I'm in my new I'm house. Moving too. I'm, I'm moving in two days. Oh, that's terrible. My condolences. Yeah, yeah. I'm moving and I'm going to... I'm visiting some friends in New York. You're moving to New York is what you're saying. No, yeah. And I'm moving and then I have... And then like on the day I move in the evening, I catch a red eye to New York. What's the... So you're moving to a new place. Just your stuff. But yourself, you're like, I'm too good for this situation. I'm going to New York, baby. <laughs> I move all over the place if we're counting myself as moving. <laughs> like I move. Sure. <laughs> when was the last, last episode? Was what like two years ago or something? Two I did. Uh, I finished yeah. my two years ago. I finished. Uh, you know, you like if you're a listener, by the way, you might think that we have like some sort of like data processing or like we keep a fucking spreadsheet of all. Uh, every time I want to just know when our last episode was, I just fucking Google our thing on Spotify and look for the last episode. That's the most accurate way to um, do it. Because who? Yeah, who the last can episode say? was about. Last episode was about two months ago. It's good. I would like to say we're still beating. Um, we've released two episodes now in the same time that Slums hasn't released one, which I consider a big win for all the Shadownet fans. By all metrics, winning for sure. Well, there was a period where I was worried. Like, they looked like they were gonna like overtake us, but we, we're we're chugging along. We're, it's like uh, in in the age of in the age of uh, of no new cards. It's like we're the last one standing. Uh, you know, Retromancer's doing a bang-up job. They just had Ed. They're, they're like, stealing our guests. Yeah, right and Ed's, yeah, the next thing you know, they're gonna get Andre on, maybe, uh... Oh, damn, then we're done. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be rough. Yeah. Have you played a single game of Netrunner since in the last two months? I have. Well, not in oh. person, but on JNet, yeah. Sure. Yeah, man. Does JNet count still? Mm, it depends on the game, right? Like, you have, you have some that are really bad. You got some people don't know what they're doing. They're not great, and so you win. Um, sure, dude. But then this you is got how I feel about Jaden all are, the time, which are hilarious. <laughs> like, oh man, they're big drama, big drama. Like just the other day, you know, stuff stuff was spicy on Slack. I go for a little JNet game. I get mashed up with someone with the username Jaded Fuckhead. <laughs> I got so many DMs. I didn't know people like like scoped out JNet. Looked at what the matches were, you know? 
Oh, dude, it's like more JNet watching is like more people watch JNet than play JNet. I swear to Christ. I mean, I played games. I played games versus my friend J- versus my friend Jason a couple nights ago, and I had a bunch of spectators. And I don't fucking even play Netrunner anymore. But you're a celebrity, so I don't know what the fuck. Right? Like, I, okay, people I, I, I don't, I don't, Okay, this is... I didn't... So, like, back when I was in... G, like, I, so I was in GLC for, like, a few days um, a couple months ago. Yeah. I love that they have and, the meme that's, like, white blade, welcome back. Because you, you're just in, you're yeah. out. You're in, you're out. Like, yeah. I mean, like, listen, if fucking Discord's gonna make up fucking shit as pants every time I come into the server... I'm gonna keep coming back in and out, like it's just how it is. But I played like what? So I'm I'm just like I'm like dead bored on like a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. So I'm like I'm just gonna like play like an August list from like a year and a half ago. Sounds good. And really? I play this I play this August list. I win like three games versus like people I don't even know. Maybe six hours later, I see a message in the deck building channel. They're talking about August, <laughs> and someone's like, "I saw White Blade playing August today. I wonder if that means he thinks August is good in the <laughs> What does it mean? And I'm like, yes. dude, if you're out here fucking trying to divine meta decisions based on what I play on JNet, in JNet fucking casual, like, God help you. God help your soul, dude. Okay. Um, Be real with me. Be real with me. Like, last few worlds, um, what's what's your testing group you were playing with? Snare Bears. The Snare Bears. <laughs> Members of the Snare Bears would just play public games with, like, nonsense IDs. Just, just to throw everyone off before worlds. Yeah. Yes that's or no? Si- that's psyops. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it's okay. It's it's real then. No, that's what I'm saying though. But like, I don't know. No, I don't disagree about running psyops. But that's I'm saying like that should disincentivize you from trying to divine what people are gonna play from JNet casual. Yeah, but I mean, you can't put that past GLC. They're just they're me, just starting to, in me? their netrunner journey. They're not on our our psyops level. Okay. Here's here's the, you want to like the real. I'm 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 just gonna fucking. One verse could fuck up the whole industry. I'm gonna give give away the fucking secret. You ready? Go for it. If you see a bunch of good play, like bunch of players who play together, like the UP, like it can be fucking NWE, it can be I don't even Sokka has a testing group, right? He likes to pretend he's not a testing group, but he's in a testing group. His testing um, like group Bridgman, is sure. him and and Wordman, I think. And Bridgman and uh Oh Bridgman. Brendan. Is Bridgman and Wordman a different person? Oh my god. Yeah, one builds bridges, one builds wood. That makes sense. Think about that. Huh. And then also, I think, um, but like, okay, if you see a group of good players and you're like, are they playing, and they all are playing a deck, a new deck, and they win a bunch of games on it in like a, in a day, in like over a single day, and then they, you never see them play it again, it means that they think that deck's good <laughs> because the they've good stopped shit. playing the deck in public. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like as soon as, like, yeah, I'm just, I mean, you know, that doesn't mean it's like debust a deck, but it means that they think it's good enough to stop playing in public. Oh, this is, um, look, this conversation is is the direct funnel to Scrapegate 2, scraping Jaina. <laughs> I mean, you probably could scrape Jaina if you want. Like, the only reason Jaina doesn't get scraped is because the mods are good people, right? But, like, all it would take was one like one bad moderator, right? Oh, man. They have, oh, Jaina has mods now. We talked about this before, didn't we? Uh, Yeah, we talked about updates last time. Yeah, Jaina has, Jaina has mods now, which I think is probably just good. It is good. Do you want to tell me about other mods, other updates to websites you were alluding to, which I have oh. no idea about? Yes. So, Plural, who is the, like, I don't even know what Plural's job is. I think he's the, God, I don't even fucking know. He works on, like, the, the web side of, of Nisei. So, he helps design yeah. some of the web apps. I think he works on Cobra. Some sort of computer. Yeah, so he's designing. So, they and their team basically are going to work on a new version of an RDB. Uh-huh. Because NetrunnerDB is like eight years old now. 
It's still doing fine. No, it is fine. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's just like clear to me that like you think it's showing its age. I think that that whenever they try and ask it to do anything new, it has a stroke, and like <laughs> it's like fine, <laughs> but like it's a very rigid system. And whenever they're like, "Oh, we want like the sets to be sortable in a different way," it's like Nerdy B is like the fucking hockey player who plays a lot of hockey in the NHL because like he played in the '60s and got grandfathered in. Right, right, right. Um, I so yeah, basically they're like, "Hey, listen, Nerdy, like this it's not very long. It's like a short article. Basically, they're just like, "Hey, listen, NerdyDB is kind of fucking old, so we're gonna make it a modern website, and we're just gonna do a new version of NerdyDB." Oh, nice! Uh, a web three point like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> some <laughs> no, NFT shit. Oh, NFT Netrunner NFTs. Let's yes. go. Yes, no, that would be fucking off. Instead be of awful. you know, you know, decklist of the week gifts, you have decklist of the week NFTs. Boom! Netrunner funded for the next two could, weeks. Can you imagine if Nisei was like, hey, listen, we need funds to like, do oh, the next set. So yeah. we're going to do Netrunner F- NFTs. That oh, would be God. fucking suck. I know. It would They're, be like nuclear. They were so <laughs> against nuclear. it like off the bat, which is great because it's fucking stupid. But like, oh my God. Oh, just like... I just want to. I just want to feed on the salt. If they reverse that, oh, that would be so good. Oh. Um. So yeah, they basically were like, we're gonna do a net, do do a brand new version of NetRDB. I think this is good in the abstract, and I think I will eventually feel like it's good. Yeah. The part of my brain that is like an ape is like, I like NetRDB, and I'm sad it's going. Well, I'm sad that like I, I already get confused about Netrunner DDB. Like you get confused about technology. You're just I old. know I'm just an old man yelling at the cloud, and like now I'm gonna have to go build a deck. I'm gonna be like, what button do I push? They changed everything on me. This is unacceptable. So yeah, I'll I'll have a rant about it when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, like I think it will be good. Like it's gonna be better. Like there's problems with fucking NetrunnerDB, but I think um it's gonna I'm I'm gonna be sad. It's gonna be good. especially because it feels like. Like, so many card game websites are fucking built off of NetrunnerDB. Like, ThronesDB, there's FabDB, there's, like, Conquer, like, uh, um... Oh, but you play Fab, so you could just use that and, and like, have the, the greatest... The of, experience. You know? Yeah, the OG high. Oh, uh, dude. I, I have to tell you about FabDB sometime. It's, like, their version of NetrunnerDB, but, like, there's a pay... You can, like, pay $5 to the Patreon to get more benefits. Oh, and it makes so website scummy. like actually better. It's so wow. it's so funny, it's dude. Great. It's you know, Fab is the fucking capitalist apocalypse. Um, <laughs> it sounds like it, yeah. So speaking of the capitalist apocalypse, I went to New Jersey. Ooh, the, the heart of modern capitalism. I don't know. See, this is a problem with doing this segment. Is I don't think anyone's gonna care about this. Yeah, no, you you. It's really tough for me to care about New Jersey. Let me tell you about New Jersey. What I know of it. I think New Jersey is. Okay, geography segment. Obviously, let's let's put that out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually know this is this is cheating though because I actually know a bit about the fucking geography here. So you have New York, yes, from the movie, like Escape. the city of the state. Yeah. Well, oh, the state is complicated. We'll get that out later. So you have this movie, Escape <laughs> from New York, which is like this hellscape island that a guy well, with an eye patch it's, it's tries a- to escape from. Well, he goes in and then he escapes. Anyways, they made yeah. a city based on that in the 80s or something and then new jersey is like um it's like across the river it's like it's like the promised land that you're like stuck in this hellscape you're like oh across the river you know the grass is greener over there and that's new jersey 
But what you're telling me is the grass is not actually greener in New Jersey. Jersey is like the epitome of like mediocre metropolis metropolis sprawl. It's like being in a suburb of suburb of Toronto. Mm, yeah, that's horrible. It's like maybe the seventh circle of hell. I just Ooh. like I mean like I just think that New York has cool things and New Jersey has affordable housing, which you know, that's a trade-off you have to make. That's important. But, yeah. Yeah, but you could imagine living under a bridge, but there's cool things where you live. That's a hard trade-off. Yeah, it was fine. So basically, like, I went to New Jersey to play in The Calling, New yes. Jersey, which was a tur- like basically the first pro tour for Flesh and Blood was. This is a Flesh and I don't know what. Oh, so this is the our- first one they've done. Yeah, it's the first pro tour they did for Flesh That's and Blood, exciting. and I didn't qualify for the pro tour, but I was like, I'm gonna go and play with my friends at The Calling, and yeah, so I went to a big. There were 800 people in the tournament. Damn, people in the pro tour. Yeah, okay, so okay. I was confused because I I went on a stream, and like mm. I like I don't know what people were talking about, but I I was trying to hype you up. I did not realize you were not <laughs> in the actual Dude, tournament. This, like, this, I was like, no, 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 no way. White play doesn't win this one. You know what I'm saying? And like, obviously, everyone in Twitch chat ignored me, but like, fuck those guys. They don't know. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, so the pro because they ran like the basically the pro tour was like the main event, and then the calling was like a sort of like a side tournament. That okay, the plebeians could play. In. Yeah. So did, yeah, so I played in I I played in the calling. Did you do good? Um, no, not really. I did. I went three and three, and I dropped. Oh, okay. I did okay. I, it's it's like I have very complicated feelings about the whole experience. I would like to know, like, you're very seasoned netrunner tournament player. You know, what's the difference between uh, good old communist netrunner tournament and and hyper-capitalist fab tournament? Yeah, that's a good question. So, like, the first difference I would say is that, like, the the you could actually make money at this tournament. Mm-hmm. Like, you had prizes that were worth money and, like, and some of the entry stuff was worth money. Sorry, one second. This is going to be a, a... You have to do a lot of editing this episode. I'll just tell you this. It's okay. I always do a lot of editing. Yeah, just because like I'm trying to fucking drop off some cars at the same time. Are you going somewhere right now? <laughs> no. What do you mean you're no. dropping off cards? What is happening in your life? <laughs> Wait, are I you like still in crutches? Up. Are you just like but crutching I, down no, the streets I, of Vancouver, I, making like I did, deals? I did go to the hospital on Saturday. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> It's dude, my life's been so, my life's so it's not been a good three months. It sounds it's terrible. Bad. You didn't do good at your um, card tournament. You're you're having serious medical problems being like, well, I'm uh, gonna just dude, go to the States back, for fun. <laughs> we're back in therapy again. Oh, that sounds I mean not good that you're back, but it's good that you're you're back. <laughs> it's good that you're taking <laughs> the step to go back, is what I'm trying to say. I gotta go. I gotta go deliver this stuff. We'll be back in five minutes. What are you talking about? Where are you going? Oh my god, he's gone. Ah, oh, I don't understand his life. Uh, if you understand Eric's life, email theshadownet at gmail.com. Explain it to me. Oh, oh, I'm so sore. I moved all weekend, and then like I messaged Eric. I was like. Do you want to record a Shadownet later this week? He's like, yeah, hell yeah, let's go. So I like scrounge up parts of my computer. I plug them together. I wanted to put my desk together, but I can't find the screws. They're gone. I don't know where they are. So like, it's like some kind of savage. I got my computer, my monitor, my, my podcasting microphone on the floor. 
the keyboards on uh, always have a backup plan playmat, so at least that's a little bit classy. Oh man, take a nap. Do the rest of this later. Okay, sorry. Hi. Oh, I was trying to round up another guest. Oh man. Well, so I, I had the wrong air. address, so it took me longer than I thought it would. How'd your drug deal go? It's good. Good. What cards okay. did you sell? <laughs> I didn't sell any cards. I was lending cards to a friend. Oh, oh, lending. That's actually better. That's like a better revenue stream, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, you hold on to the capital. Time. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. You know what they say. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I went to New Jersey. I went with my friend Eli and Ian. Ian is a brick, like top oh, yeah. four world's finisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's really good. Yeah, him and I have kind of become best friends in Vancouver, so it's been sick. Oh, fuck. And uh, yeah, so we went to this tournament. How was it different? I think it was kind of the same. There was just more money. <laughs> okay. Um, the people, the people were still like there were parts of it that were like kind of dystopic. Like the James White, who's the creator of the game, was there, and they did like some box openings with him. Then like everyone got hyped, and they had fucking they had fucking Rudy from Alpha Investments at the tournament, which blew my mind and how fucking stupid that is. I don't, but, un- I don't understand what that is, but okay. I think and, you're oh. too old for it, but the ki- the kids will like that reference. Um, sure. I also just think that when you actually talk to the real people, you, like it's just people who love card games playing card games, which is, is like the same. I feel. Yeah, yeah, that's I, that's wholesome. I think, I think the surrounding it was just a lot of people really excited and like there's a lot of excitement about the game and playing the game and like the games. People are just excited to play. So um, a pack opening with the creator. The creator is from New Zealand. Um, yes. So is he just like opening a pack and he's like, oh, I got a, a skirt of winter plus one. That's a good one. Oh, the next card. Yeah, ba- like, ba- like, no, no, no. Basically just that. Like, it's actually stupid. And it's just like them oh, opening rare so packs nerdy. and being like, look at all these it. rare cards I got. It's so fucking But like, it's his stupid. game. Like, he doesn't give a shit. He can print his own cards. No, yeah. Oh, well, he's great. opening cards for someone else. Like, someone else brought the back. Ah, yeah, yeah. Like, brought the packs and then well, so they special. opened the packs. Did he like sign No, it is ones? special. I think so. I don't know. I think so. But it's just like, I just think it's like, I personally don't like that, but I thought it was fine. If you're it was just that, like a well-supported. That's, that's all right. It was, yeah. I don't know. For sure. I had, I got, some, I got a card signed by him. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I know. He's a super nice guy. I was like leaving that my, so I was staying at the hotel next to the convention center. Yeah. And. As you do. I'm As going, you do. I'm going to leave the door through like the, the automatic doors. The automatic door opens. Someone got there before me coming into the hotel. Yeah. And it's James White. Oh, damn. And I and I look at him, and he looks at me, and my brain is just like, okay, say something, say something, say something, say something. And I go, you're James White. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, your game's really cool. He's like, oh, thanks. Uh, I got to go. And then he just like walked past me. Oh, and I was damn it, Eric. You could have been like, you want to play some Netrunner? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. It was, yeah, I mean. Like I didn't play like the second like the second day. So like I, w- I was a, I was a Saturday Sunday. Instead of go playing more like other side events or tournaments on Sunday, I just went to New York instead. Yeah. Okay. So I saw a friend in New York, and that was really good. It was good to see them. That's fantastic. And New York sounds really cool. I want to go there one day. Yeah, New York's great. I'm gonna be there in a week or so. In a few days, I'm gonna love it. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I was yeah. I just I just did. I just sort of had a negative. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't know. My life's fucked up right now, so it, it's hard to like know how I feel about everything. Uh, it, that sucks, but I, I really laughed. I really laughed because I saw in Discord you were like, 
you're there, I think, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going on vacation to New York in, in a month or whatever. I'm like, because <laughs> you're not currently in, in, on vacation in New Jersey because you're a professional player now. It all makes sense. It's not vacation. You're there for business, right? So it makes yeah. sense that you didn't have fun. I think the problem with the tournament was like on the Friday I left, I got my law, my law school grades back. And I did not do very well. Oh, no. I'm sad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, I think it's like, card games are are cutting in to your loss? Absolutely. Like not, not. I mean, I knew. Like I knew. I made a conscious decision to spend less time in law school and more time playing. Flesh. No, that's terrible. Is it terrible? Is it okay? Let's actually. No, I uh, do you actually think it's terrible. Do you think the return on investment of playing with hyper capitalist cards is better than graduating with good grades from law school? Do you want me to engage in this in, like, the ironic level you're engaging on? Do you want me to engage with this in, like, the real way I feel about it? I don't know. Not a dealer's choice. I just think that when... Okay, we're going we're gonna to actually have to put a fucking content warning up for this one. <laughs> okay, sure. This is, like, a content warning. If you fucking don't like talk, hearing about mental health stuff, skip ahead to when the timestamp that Phil's going to put here. Yeah, so move on up, like, seven minutes. Should be good. I just think it's like when you're depressed, it's like in the short term, you're just trying to find things to like make you happy. Yeah. And then so if cards is making you happy and like law school is not making you happy, I mean, isn't that just like a very simple trade? I think so. You but know? like, it doesn't sound like the cards are actually making you happy. No, I mean, like, I didn't know that at the time. Like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't, like yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's not like I, like, I mean, pretty much, like, two months into law school, I was like, oh, I'm playing Flesh and Blood. This is really fun. Yeah. I mean, like, it's kind of like, it's, it's like, it's like fucking looking back in time and being able to be like, should, like, having the, for, like, the foresight of where the game was going to go, ask, like, having the opportunity to play Netrunner from, from the years 2013 to 2016. Yes. You know what I mean, though? It's like, you're just like, you, you fucking are seeing the golden age unfold and you, you're going to, like, be like, nah, I'm good. Like when does oh, this man? Oh, okay, when you frame it that way, oh man, that is that is compelling. Choice, and it's hard when all your friends are doing it. And it's like, oh, you got this game that's getting more popular, and it's really good, and it's really fun. And also, it's like you're at a time in your life when you can, like, in some sense, afford to do that. I mean, like, it's it's different. It's like you have a, like no, I don't mean this to be rude, Phil, but it's like you have a family and a full time job. Oh, tell me, and about like it. do. And if a new card game came out that you thought was still really, really good, do you feel like you could just like drop everything and be like, I'm going to spend a lot of time on this and be really good? Absolutely. If, even not. if that's what you wanted. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Not. And so, I mean, like. Yeah, you have the opportunity in front of you. No, that's. I see the appeal now that you frame it that way. I just wanted to be clear. Do you think <laughs> I, I wanted I mean, to I, make I think, sure you didn't think? <laughs> I mean, that's. But, but do you think I don't? That's not how I think about law school either. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, do you think? Of, well, yeah, I mean, did you think of university as an as an investment? You know, having now been past it, it's kind of a crappy investment. But still, I, I think mean, yeah, it's probably worth it in in the long run to have a, a no, higher education. I'm, but I'm not even talking about it as a trade. Like I'm talking about it. I'm, I think I think your framing is bad. Is what I'm saying. I mean, like I just think if you frame everything, if, you, if like. If we frame things in our lives just as like, like will it give it a monetary value a, for like everything in your life? Yeah, I agree. This this is a terrible way to think about everything. Yeah, 
Well, well, so why isn't that a bad way to think about education? Because it's expensive. It is very expensive. Um, It is expensive. I agree with that. Just living is expensive. And then, yeah, taking the time to to get learned instead of of working is very expensive. Um, I mean, do you think it makes sense to, like, go to university? I mean, there are people who, like, for example, take philosophy degrees, don't use them in their, like, real day-to-day job but are a better person for learning that knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's almost what it should be. But like the cost associated with that is like, I don't know. It seems astronomical, right? But at the same time, like you're saying, uh, not not necessarily card games, but when else in your life do you have the opportunity to take the time to, to actually engage in that kind of subject on that level, right? Like, if you're if you're actually working, yeah. you're not you're not fucking studying philosophy after hours. Like fucking kudos if you do, but <laughs> most people don't. I I guess I think it's like, yeah. I mean, so that was the trade off I made. Was like, oh hey, I'm not very happy. There are parts of law school that I like, but there's parts of it I don't like. And then also like, I I still don't, I don't know if I want to still do law school. Oh man, whoa, scoops. <laughs> Hell is yeah. that is that a scoop? I think so. Who, who, you think? Who would have known that? <laughs> is the perspective? I, I, I feel like everyone who knows me knows I'm not very happy. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of got that vibe, and I was hoping for the best, Eric. So it makes me a bit sad to hear that law school is not jiving with you. But at the same time, it's fucking law school. It sounds terrible all the time. Yeah, I mean, like for me personally, and I'm going to talk about this because I fucking want to live in a society where people talk about these things. Sure. Um. You know, it's like I just sort of hit my breaking point. I had a I had a failed suicide attempt at the end of April. Oh fuck! Uh, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> and uh, then I started a job. Like yeah. I like I, I I tried to kill myself in the middle of April, and then I wrote two more exams like two days later. Yikes. And then I started the job like five days later. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, <laughs> not, I wouldn't recommend that. By the way, it doesn't it's sound not great, good for yeah. you. I mean, I'm in I'm in like suicide counseling right now. Good. I don't mean to bring it up in like a um, oh like what was me way. I just think, I just think it shouldn't be a thing that people. I don't. I don't think it should be a taboo subject. I guess like it just it just happened. It's the same reason. Like I. I mean, I tell people I go to the hospital all the time. I don't see it as being any different. Yeah. You know? No, I like, appreciate that. Thing. I think it's it's very yeah. Live your truth. Um, I don't know. That's an expression, yeah. right? <laughs> but it's like, but so yeah. It's just like I mean. I guess like the way I really think about flesh and blood right now and. You can insert flesh and blood for Netrunner. It, it, it's the same analogy. I feel like I made a conscious decision to do worse at law school and do better at flesh and blood. Yeah. And then I went to this term and I didn't do very well. And so it's like, okay, so we spent the whole past year and we did poorly at law school and we did poorly at flesh and blood. So, like, what did we spend the whole last year doing? Yeah, it sucks. And then, like, if the answer for flesh and blood is, I think the answer for flesh and blood is kind of like, oh, actually, like, to get really good, you have to play a fuck ton more of it. Hmm. right like just and i already play a lot sounds like it it's like it's like holy fuck like how much worse at law school am i gonna do especially when i don't even know if i want to be a lawyer right now Um, i mean i think you'd be a great lawyer listen to you talk you'd be fantastic you could be all sorts of lawyer man you could be you could be be a sad lawyer you'd be a sad lawyer you could be a, a rock lawyer you could be all sorts of lawyers i guess the problem with being a lawyer is like i don't wanna it's just like the landscape is very dominated by a type of lawyer that I don't want to be, mm-hmm. 
which is like the corporate type, like the like work for like a firm of like fifty lawyers and like help defend rich people. Like I just want to take on clients, like I want to do family law and criminal law and shit. And it's just like I just don't feel like there's a like a path for that right now. I mean, yeah. I think I am going to continue doing law school because every time I tell someone I'm going to drop out of law school, they fucking are like, "Holy shit, don't do that. That's the dumbest thing you can do." You could just um, be a chill lawyer. Look, I got a, a will written and like that lawyer fucking smokes weed every day i guarantee it mm. i think uh the other frustration i'm kind of having is that like so i'm working a job over the summer yeah it's like five days a week which five days a week five hours which is like 25 hours a week which is not a lot of work reasonable but um i work every weekend oh no no oh no and so it's been kind of painful to see like my friends like, oh hey, we're gonna like go play in a big flesh and blood tournament like every weekend, and like I can't do any of that. Gonna go have fun um, without you. That's sad. Yeah, like basically, you know. And it's just sort of like, okay, well I have two days off, and yeah, I'm just in a weird space in my life right now. Um, is, I think that it is weird I, being I think a think student, that, right? Like, like you know you're smart. I know you could do, do shit, but like you're not out the door yet. It sucks. It sucks, man. It's like I'm in. I'm, it's like I'm still coming out of the birth canal. You're in the limbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'm still in. Still the, I'm, in... St- I'm. I'm out of. I'm, I'm out. Of, I'm out of the womb, but I'm like in the birth canal. Oh, you're so close. You, you, the light at the end. Of I'm the crowning. Tunnel. I'm crowning. Oh, I'm man. crowning. Yeah. The water is broken. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this analogy is going. This is going. Oh so man. <sighs> but um. So it's just sort of like I have been playing a bit of net and enjoying it. I think that as I figure out how to organize my life in a way that's coherent, I find that Netrunner occupies a larger space in it than I thought it would. Whoa, this is like the opposite of sad zone from like a few months ago. <laughs> Can we do a happy zone? Let's lift the <laughs> mood did... back up. Happy zone music. Tell me about how <laughs> Netrunner is occupying my life. I'm really curious. I think it's sort of like I think it's like you play a lot of flash. You play a lot of other card games. Like Netrunner is just really good. Yeah. I think when you don't play it a bunch, you don't have to like engage in the staleness part. Mm. Like I think if I had to play like PD Big Max for the rest of my life, I'd fucking die of an aneurysm. But wait, you wait, just wait. Have to... You're discovering the joy of being a casual. No, I am. This is like a yeah. This is this is like a serious character like, development. <laughs> like this is the fucking twist they put in season three. I love but this. I am discovering the joys of being a casual, and it's like I'm. It's kind of I'm like in the good space where like I'm washed enough to like not want to take the game seriously anymore. But I'm I'm still good enough to like beat people's ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No, your fundamentals are still excellent, right? Yeah, but my, you don't like, have... my yeah, yeah. You're not just doing reps. Yeah. You're playing for the love of the game. Oh, this is the yeah, redemption is- arc. Oh, why haven't we done Happy Zone before? This is so much better than Sad Zone. I I think um I do I do enjoy playing. I mean, I don't play a lot, but uh, I don't. I, and also, like, I sort of made a commitment that I'm not going to play on Jnet. Yeah. I think one of the things that Flesh and Blood has taught me is that online clients for card games, I don't like them. Which I I don't think they're objectively bad, but I just think that's like. I try and play like eighty percent of my flesh and blood and paper, and I feel mentally better about that than playing. Like if I if I could play, if there was like Fab for Janet, I would fucking be my mental would be even more boomed than it already currently mm. is. Yeah, no, um, I like playing online is always gonna be like a sad imitation of playing in person, for sure. But like for what it is, it's it's like good, right? 
Like I don't think it's I don't think it's like oh Jane is bad. I just think that like for people who are addicted to Netrunner and like I was and probably in some sense am addicted to Netrunner. Mm -hmm. It's like it's just like a feedback. It's just feeding addiction. I don't know enough about addiction to like be really informed on this. But I think it's like it's okay to be really passionate and addicted to something as long as it's not hurting your life. And I don't know if I could play, like if I had an online client Flesh and Blood, I don't know if I would be engaging with Flesh and Blood in a way that wasn't hurting us much more. Check this out. Um, I did, not even a lie, I did art for the cover of a textbook on addiction. So, you know, that's some, some I didn't serious know that. The, one of the definitions, I think, for addiction versus just, yeah, like a, an interest is like, is it affecting your quality of life, right? Um, sure. So, in my mind, that's kind of an ugly metric because you know you're making a value judgment on on a person's lifestyle, I guess. But it's uh, I guess that's a very like measurable like is this thing good for you? Is this thing bad for you? It's also ugly because it kind of reinforces like this capitalist mindset of like, oh hey, can you can you do your job while you do meth? Yes? Well, not an addiction, maybe. No? Well, you're addicted. Yeah, yeah. So, I, mean, I, think it's I don't like, know if I love the definition, but, you know, sure. take that into account. Um, I'm going... Part of the reason I'm going to New York is to meet some, like, old Netrunner friends and, like, reconnect with them and, like, in person. Sounds lovely. Um, and, and actually, one of the nicest things about going to New Jersey that I liked was um, Analyze Chris, Chris Fazio. He's really into Flesh and Blood, too. He's a good um, one. Yeah, he's a good one, and we hung out a bunch. Like, like our rooms were like we were like five rooms apart on the same floor in the hotel. It was just like really good. Like, I I think probably my favorite thing I did was I got just fucking absolutely blasted with him at a bar on Saturday night, and that was like a lot of fun. Sweet. Um, and it was just good to see him, and it's just sort of like I think, yeah, I don't know. It's been interesting. It's been interesting rejoining Slack. Yeah, you're you're in there again, which is is cute. I saw you. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's just sort of like I wanted to talk to the New York people, and I figured I'd stick around. I think I have a healthier, like, I have a healthier relationship with um, with Slack. You don't Slack, just immediately Slack open it on your phone. Nothing new. You close it, so you open it back up again to see if there's anything new. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I hope I get there one day. And and so it's like, um, I just think it's nice. It's, uh, also, Slack's fucking a ghost town. Like Jesus Christ, it's like what? Oh, it's, it's like, so dead right now. It's like old yellow. Um, take it up. <laughs> you you think we need to take Slack out to the farm? Uh it's like pretty much already there, dude. Yeah, I, I just but like, that... I'm not brave enough to go talk to people on GLC. I'll be honest. Really? Why? I don't think I could handle that level of interaction. I think the problem with the GLC thing is, and this is why I don't like GLC because if I don't get, if I get upset at someone on GLC, apparently it's against the community guidelines to tell them that I'm going to shit in their mouth or something. Yeah, you and can't be a dick. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's a that's that's a <laughs> it's a core part of discourse. your identity. <laughs> yeah, it's a core part. Yeah, it's just discourse. You know, if I want to tell someone to eat my ass, that's my fucking right. And yeah. I just think GLC is like my my. I think GLC is very good to start. That's a fantastic I'm community. Get, don't get me wrong. Fantastic community. And and they do a good job curating that community. And the moderation is very good. And they obviously are like, we have a vision. And we're going to come and we're going to build that vision. And like that's what we want to do. It's highly successful. Uh, I agree. Uh, the, the lack of crassness is maybe. Uh, yeah. Like, I just want, like, if someone know. disagrees with me, I want to tell them to get fucked. Like, that's, <laughs> but that triggers dopamine in my brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Also, like, go on. This is I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get canceled for this. Have you like we've covered so much shit? Oh my, and we have we have so much shit to get to. Just go for it. I think. I think one of the, my the other things I don't like about GLC, and this isn't objectively bad, I just don't like it personally. Yeah, I think for me, I'm someone who's bi, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really interface with being gay as part of a, as a big part of my identity, mm-hmm. right? Like it's just like it's just not something I advertise very publicly, and it's not something I think about all the time. It's just sort of how I am. That's how I think about it. Yeah, and the GLC community has a lot of community members that are very much like. I'm gay, I'm out and proud, and like this is a space for gay people, which isn't a bad thing. I just don't like engaging in those spaces because I find it awkward. Mm. You know, because I don't have anything to say. And which is like not, which is fine because it's not for me. Like, I understand yeah. that there's like a, a wealth of spaces for, for in the world for people who don't want to talk about being gay, and that's fine. And it makes sense to me that there's a network community where like gay and trans people want to talk about being gay and trans and playing network. That's fine. I just don't want to be in that space. Or at least, at least talk in that space, because I feel like I don't have anything to say a lot of the time. Yeah, so you just don't say anything. Yeah, for sure, but then why am I in GLC? You know what I mean? Ah, oh, for, and, for and, the Netrunner, well, I guess. I, I mean, like, I, yeah, I, I guess it's like, yeah, maybe I'll just go in there and talk about how badly I want to fuck Steve or something. Oh, man, that, that's good discussion, though. I, I will always go for that discussion. I don't know why why I don't know why I'm allowed to fucking get talked about being railed by Steve, but, like, <laughs> I can't tell someone to get fucked. I don't know. It feels, it feels like this. Mm. One is uh, a power fantasy, and the other one is just, yeah, being a dick, which I guess there is some line between those. I don't know. Yeah. We should um, be able to tweeze that out but it's too much work at this time of night there was something oh let me frame this this way see if you like this there are some interesting like the ghost town known as slack that we've previously talked about i don't fucking know who's listening to this podcast anymore but anyways there was some interesting discussion on it earlier this week about people who thought that nisei were were catering too hard to the new players at the expenses of the old heads do you want to do you want to just start this discussion from the beginning yeah okay i thought i'd frame it nicely like that but let's just get into the shit okay so i'll just i'll just tell the story okay so off the grid is one of the larger u.s tournaments that happens in minneapolis it's basically the largest midwestern tournament for the last few years used to be a regional now it's like its own community event that stands alone Mm -hmm, sort mm -hmm. of similar to the pax unplugged or some of the stuff that runs like bcom that runs in europe right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. last year they pulled 50 people for this event pretty good Pretty good. For this year, it was announced a few months ago, and um, a few people said they were going to go. About 14, 15 tickets were sold. But a lot of people have not gone, and the attendance is lower for a host of reasons, mostly because the crowd that usually goes to these is like old established players. And the old established players are burnt out because it's the same meta since Worlds, and the new cards haven't come out, and it's all the complaints you always hear about that stuff, which is valid. It's just how people feel. Yeah. And basically... Josh is like, hey, listen, I'm not going to make my money. I'm not going to break even on this event because, like, the venue fee is like $2,000 and, like, we don't have a lot of signups. Like, what, blah, 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 what should we do? And then some other community members start agitating and are like, why don't, like, if the cards are coming, basically, people are like, I don't want to go because it's not new, not new cards. Yeah. And a bunch of the people who are going are like, well, why don't you just, why doesn't he say just release the cards early at um, the tournament at Off the Grid with print and play? 
cards. So like print and play proxies, like maybe not even with art, like just formatted in the frames, just with the card text so people can deck build. Release them a week before the tournament doesn't matter, just so it's new cards. Yeah. It'll like it's be it'll be fun. Because the cards are releasing like three weeks later, basically. Yeah, exactly. The the tournaments that started July and ah. Boreal's comes out late July. Okay. And personally, I don't think they were like this is going to make a lot of traction. I think at the beginning they were just like we're com- we're going to complain and agitate, and they feel like it's dumb. Whatever. Then <clears throat> after like a day or two of this, um, and basically Josh is like, I'm not going to do anything unsanctioned. If the cards are leaked, I'm not going to do that. Like you know, he because he's Josh who runs who does the tournament is also the head of organized play. Tanisa. Mm. Yeah. You know, so it's like a bad look if you're the head of organized play and your premier tournament <laughs> is fucking Leaking running <laughs> against yeah. the rules. Yeah, it's just like not going to happen. And then. <laughs> Kevin Tame, who is the new vice president of Nisei, mm-hmm. enters the chat and is like, hey, I think uh, I hear your complaints. I understand the frustrations. I'm a, I'm a competitive player, too. I know what it's like. I think that you have a good point, and we're going to try and make it happen. I think it's more likely than not that it's going to happen, but I got to double check with my team. So I'm, I'll get back to you. About two, and, then, and then some more ticket sales and stuff happened. Two days later, Off the Grid is announced as U.S. Nationals. Mm, yeah, good job. Apparently, there's, there's only one other event at the deadline, very at the deadline that applied. So, so personally, it made a lot of sense for me to off the grid to be U.S. Nationals, at least at a macro level, because it's like it's one of the biggest community tournaments. Yep. There's nothing really else being run. The only, only thing Josh has really applied. against it is that it's not really a big population center, right? Like uh, for it's sure, but it's like middle, I mean, but fucking, if, if Edmonton if Edmonton can get Canadian Nationals, then Minneapolis can get U.S. Nationals. Yeah, Edmonton also, really punched above his weight there. That was weird. And also, like I, oh, thank you. What is this? Oh, sick. Thanks, Alex. Oh, perfect. Thanks, so I just got dinner. Damn, door. you get room service? Yeah, I'm staying, at a, I'm staying at a friend's house. Sweet. Shout out to Alex. Mm. Oh, that's great. Anyway. um, So, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so it's announced as U.S. Nationals. I don't think it's nepotism. It makes a lot of sense. It's a, maybe a bad look because it's Josh. Just, Josh has had a VP in this tournament. Whatever. It's fine. It made a lot yeah. of sense. yeah, yeah. yeah. A day after this, or like a day or two after this announced US Nationals, Kevin Tame re-enters the chat and is like, hey, we can't do it. And it's really unfortunate. But there's a whole host of issues. One of the big issues is translation. The cards aren't going to be able to translate in all the languages in time, so we won't be able to do a simultaneous like worldwide release for cards. Yeah. So like the cards would only be in English first, which doesn't make a lot like is against what we want to do. It hurt the translation team. It's just not going to happen. The established players do not take this well. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> and it just boils over in the Slack general. And like I think how Shivgate ended up, it just becomes a lightning rod for larger complaints about how Nisei runs this stuff. Yeah. And so it's like, I think there's a lot of people who feel that Nisei prioritizes newer players over existing players, and that existing players get the short end of the stick. And being told that, like, okay, we can't. We have this U.S. Nationals, which is supposed to be this, like, premier big tournament for one of our largest countries that plays Netrunner, maybe outside of, like, U.K. or whatever. We can't get new cards for this, so it's going to be played in the old meta. And the reason we can't get it is because of translation. It just, like, it seems to me, like, in a vacuum that, like, basically the argument is in a vacuum, like, the benefit that the community would get from having a new tournament with new cards, generating new hype, and also servicing old players is higher, like, is worth the loss of, like, not being able to have a worldwide English release. Yeah. I mean, gotta respect Nisei for, like, sticking to their principles. Do you? But, like, I do. I do. Because they set out to do something. They, like, set out 
much like GLC. Let's make this like equitable, fair society where everyone has access to these cards. I think that's very admirable. But this is like this is the edge case that really fucking sucks about like that that view, right? Um, I mean, I think yeah, it's like I'll tell you what really pissed me off about this whole like slack drama. Ugh. This whole thing was happening, and where was I? I was in a boardroom talking about which projects <laughs> I want to prioritize for this fiscal quarter. And like Slack is blowing up and I'm like stealing glances at my phone. I'm like, oh no, I'm missing it. Oh no. People are DMing me being like, oh, shit's really blowing up. I'm like, ah, I know I want to look at it. And by the time the meeting's over, they're fucking talking about rice cookers or some shit. Oh, goodness, oh my God. Oh, it's so sad. Anyways, that's my life. I think, <laughs> yeah, I I could sh- tell you what university lecture I, I was in and what chair I was in when Scrapegate broke on Slack. Mm, like that memory yeah. is steered into my fucking mind. Anyway, um, this was yeah. not on that level at all, though. This was like, no, 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 no. no. Uh, but yeah. I just think I just think it's like, and I think there's a feeling of like old players are getting the shaft and new players get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So. I could see that. Wanna... I mean, I don't think it's intentional, but I think it's baked into to sort of this this guiding directive that you know, if you want to be accommodating to everyone, you know, have everyone on the same playing field. Of course, the longtime players, which I think historically OP has catered to, because that's who it's for, right? Like the 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 old heads. The, the tournament players, obviously OP catered to those players for a long time under FFG. And now it's like not the priority because it really doesn't make sense with the release schedule of, of the cards. And it's just like, it's so unfortunate the timing of this new set being like just moments yeah. later after these major tournaments. I don't know. I, I really have a hard time seeing like how you plan a nationals before the new cards drop. And, like, before Worlds, which is, like, a couple of months later, like, it's just really awkward timing for everything. Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll break it. I'll, I'll, uh, do you want me to, like, sort of legislate out how I feel about this, or do you want just the hot takes? Um, I want to judge ruling. I think everyone's an asshole here. <laughs> mm, I also think, bad. okay, so I think basically it's, like, and also, like, okay, so let's, let's, let's go piece by piece. Ready? Sure. The first mistake was don't write a check you can't cash like i would not have promised new cards unless you were a hundred percent certain that shit was gonna happen because it's like being told like hey we're gonna try it but then we can't do it is way worse than just being like having silence on the subject because it's like if you don't have anything good to say and like that's your policy just shut the fuck up and don't say anything until july and eat the bad press but coming out and being like hey we're gonna try to make things work and then i don't fucking care if you have like I don't want to legislate, like, negotiate to talk about, like, is translation a valid issue or not? Because, like, I don't know all of Nisei internal politics. And I have a strong suspicion that, like, it wasn't just a translation. Like, there were other factors at play. Oh, probably, yeah. But it's like, man, that's a fucking weak-ass reason and to tell people. And, like, I respect him for, like, being willing to step, like, step in front and being like, hey, here's what we're going to do. And, like, here's the truth. But, man, it's like, this is, like, you wouldn't have had to say that shitty truth. If you had just not, like, said, tried to, like, make things better in the first place. And, uh, like, Um, despite kind of putting the foot in the mouth, 
of like promising something and then having to take it back like he said you know this was my decision this wasn't anyone else's you know he, he stood by it and i mean kudos no, I big that, respect, you know no big respect to kevin Tatum for claiming it instead of like being like oh you don't understand or like oh you're being rude like he yeah. he actually fucked up and he took the took the loss on that one so i appreciate that kevin's a good guy i think the complaints of like we want like the the the, the, the agitation for like we want to release the card early without art I think it is not a good one. I think that ultimately it sucks that the cards are delayed, but I don't think it's at the expense of older. Like, I don't think they chose to do it at the expense of older players that benefit new players. I, yeah, like, I do it's think it's so tough to want to like, yeah. release the cards. The delays were out of the hands. The delays were out of the hands. The delays yeah. were out no, of the absolutely. Hands. But like, you, you do that for this tournament. You suck all the juice out of scoop season. Like, all the hype you've been building for this new set. You know, you got all these new players with Gateway and like the hype to carry that forward into the new set. You know, you just like you drain that think, out to have a successful Nats. Like that's such such a tough trade off, you know? I think the the old player mentality is like they don't care about spoiler season that much. They just want to get the new cards and play with them. And like I appreciate that. But like the Netrunner player base is like a wide is like a tapestry and like you kinda have to make the trade off. And I think like I think we can have like a really nuanced discussion of like is ha- having a hype U.S. Nationals worth the loss of like having fucking print and play proxies with the yeah. no art at this tournament that you might live stream. Like the idea, like you're gonna have this like tournament to hype things up, and you're gonna be tuning into a stream, for example, to watch the game, and it's gonna be people playing fucking black and white proxies with no art. Mm. Like that's a commentator's nightmare, and also like I think not very satisfying for a lot of the player base and i think it's good for the people who are attending and i think it's not good for anyone else no absolutely um, not and i don't think like streaming that is that accessible to like a lot of people anyway i i also think that uh like losing the hype from the set's bad and yeah i think the should have just basically like shut the fuck up on this one and held the line and not done the card like released the cards early and I think it's just a tough spot. And I think sometimes that's unfair. I think if you know the cards could be out, I think announcing off the grid as US Nationals was a mistake also. Um, you know? Because I don't it's know like, about that. I mean, because, I- no, 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 it is. Because it's like, okay, so now here's, diff- now here's the thing, though. So new cards, you know, new cards are going to be out for off the grid. Yeah. You could just cancel off the grid and be like, it's a wash this year, it's a bad year. Yeah. Shit like that. But now that you've announced it as US Nationals, you fucking have attached to like a, a Battle Royale suicide caller to yourself. Yeah, you're kind of like, like uh, this, it's high you, stakes. Yeah. Now you're like, now you're like, okay, bitch, ride or die. Like, that's a tough spot to be in. Absolutely. Yeah. The costs um, and it's are just, like astronomical for a dead guy. Yeah. And it's just like those people being like, oh, well, Nisei should like fund the tournament. And I'm like, man. I kind of think that Nisei should start paying for an art director or like paying someone in that role because it seems to be a big issue of contention. Yeah. Like that, oh, it seems to be a problem. That's fine. Maybe you should pay people. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like this is an outsider. I don't pretend to know about Nisei's money flows. I'm just saying blah, 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 blah. I will also say they should not be fucking paying to support nationals or any amount of organized play. I think that's a, a fucking dangerous road to go down. Um, I think as soon as you start paying to like support us nationals this one time it opens a big pandora's box oh absolutely um why but not yeah it's just Brazilian nationals right no not even that but just like it's not clear to me why us nationals is deserving a financial like i think you have to come up with a sort of guidelines for financial support and those guidelines are basically impossible and will only lead to hurt feelings and bitterness oh absolutely yeah no, there's because it's like even <laughs> if you think like always US be excluded nationals is like a yeah 
I mean, like, it's like, even if you think U.S. Nationals is like, oh, this is like a clear case where, like, it, it deserves it, whatever that means. It's like, okay, then why, then you have to do this argument of, like, okay, why doesn't you, UK Nationals deserve support? Yep. And then, like, legislate, like, fucking negotiating that out is going to be tough. And people, no matter, even if you have good reasons for not, like, supporting UK Nationals financially, there's just going to be people who see it as favoritism or bitter feelings or, like, a misuse of funds. Absolutely. I think it's a rough, it's a rough way to do things. I think also broadly, the Nisei staff who were there did not handle things well in the Slack channel. Like, they just didn't take the crit. I think they just need to sometimes take the criticism and, like, be like, I think sometimes they need to just be like, we're making a decision. And, like, I'm sorry if you don't like the decision, but, like, this is what we're doing. Which Isn't is that kind what of what happened, Kevin, though? No, they were like, I think this what we Kevin, can't do I think it. That, like, I no, get no, no, that they I, said, like, maybe we can do it. It's looking good. And then they came back. They were like, it's not happening. And then, you know, they stuck by it. They were like, that was our decision. Like, Get I fucked. think that's what Kevin. T- no, no, no. I think that's what Kevin Tame did. Yeah, but I think when people are like "fuck you guys," you just should release the cards early. Like, think about the old players. Like, that's not an argument in my view. That's like super rooted in like it's like in some sense an emotional response, and like I appreciate that. And I think it's valid, but I think like trying to like argue with logic back, which is what I saw some people do, is like not going to get you anywhere. And I think you just have to listen to their complaints, even if it hurts. Such and an, just, like, an take- emotional discussion. Yeah, yeah. I just, also like. You know, a, a, a Nisei staff member who I know listens to this podcast fucking hit up our boys with the jaded fuckhead. I, I called them a bunch of people jaded fuckheads, which is so funny to me. So good. So good. Um, and it's so funny because, like, I know that they are going to be in trouble. And it's so dumb that they're in trouble because the jaded fuckheads thing is so funny. It's, like, the funniest thing in a it's while. It's such a good phrase. Oh. It's such a good phrase. Yeah, it's got the it's got that Irish spice. Just, just how we like it. Um, <laughs> but it's like... Uh, it just it just made everyone look bad, and also I just think it undermined fucking con- like it undermined community confidence in Nisei, which is like it's so hard you know, for me to agree with you to like to be like okay Nisei shut the fuck up Friday because I love interacting with Nisei people I love I having those like little tidbits but I yeah no, that's in bad. This, that's you bad. know it got it got out of hand it should have been locked down short and they should have just listened I think to the complaints sat on their hands and been like yeah okay. I, I think that, the Nisei. I, I think that I, I think the Nisei staff sometimes being like talking about things that aren't in the department. Mm. But that's tough. Like as like, as a VP of Nisei, like you oversee all these departments. You're, no, you have I think, the power I think to move stuff. I think it's, like uh, no, it's really. it, I think it's different. When, I think it's different when Kevin Tame does it. It's 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 like when someone from OP is like, oh, I think this is how the art timeline's coming along. Right, right, right. Like that should it should be banned. That's fucking. It's like communicate. It's like take. They need everyone needs to go through like a communications class. Um, <laughs> it's just like it's just bad communication. I, I I don't know. I mean, I think the off the grid thing is like, I think it's somewhere on the on the complaint of like they the old heads feel like they're not being supported as much as the new players. I don't think that's objectively true. I don't think, but the I do new think players it's kind are really of, being can... supported. It's just no one's being catered to. You know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like they're being supported in the sense that the last product was Gateway and it's a new player focused product, and System Update was new player focused. And so the last competitive player product was Ashes, which is like two years ago now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like in that sense, I agree. I think also, like when you like, like I think maybe they take it for granted, but I think there's something to be said for the fact that there's been no startup tournament support and no startup support at all, and they run an organized play circuit every year. They run Continentals and Worlds. And, like, I know people are going to... Um, people are going to fucking DM me being like, that's the bare minimum. I'm like, maybe it is, but I think also, like, 
it's People not like gotta doing organize that, that shit, right? Like, doing doing that shit is doing that shit and getting commentary and like doing streams and like awarding out prizes is like not free. It's not free. It's not. Absolutely it's not something not. they do. Yeah. And it's, it, it's not something they're doing all weekend long. Like it's a lot of organization. Yeah. I think that ideally we'll look past this and it'll be like fine. It's just like it's just boiling over with tension. No, and I think it's good to like clear the air once in a while. You know, between the old heads and the Nisei, the two. I don't know the two sides of a coin. Fuck, I don't yeah. know. I can't. I can't think of anything. Diametrically opposed forces, which will always be at odds. That's probably not true. I mean, Nisei's full of old heads that have been reformed into Nisei heads. So mm. you know, it's just different views on what the game should be, and it's always been there, right? And like, that's okay. And I'm glad we have both. Honestly, yeah, you need you need both. I mean, I think there is like this problem of like. No one's playing standard and paper, and it's all gateway. Uh, it's all startup. I mean, I think that we'll see if that's a problem or not. I, I think it might resolve itself when new cards come out. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I think, like, the card pool is going to shrink for both when the new set comes out. Startups now that's not true. be. Yeah, because you're losing all of the Ashes cycle and you're getting half of the Borealis cycle in startup. No, I think it's true. Oh, you're saying, okay, yeah, sure. And you're shrinking ONC and all of Moonbad. And replacing it with just so so you're making like startup. I don't know if it's worse objectively, but you're getting less cards, I'm... which should be like less possibilities in the game, maybe less replayability in startup, and you're like decreasing that burden of knowledge from standard. So I think it's yeah, we'll we'll probably see a lot more newer players dip their toes into standard at that point. Yeah, that's yeah yeah. I think that uh, my pitch for standard is that they should just turn it into modern. I don't know what that means. Like, they should just be like, hey, new format, startup doesn't rotate anymore, and it's just like every Nisei. Like, startup starts with Nisei sets and keeps going and adding on the Nisei sets. Yeah, startup is, uh, or like, yeah, it's just like Nisei format. I think that makes Nisei, sense. Yeah, so, and like, yeah, in like four or five sets, then remake a new new player set, new player yeah. startup. I mean, like, that's so far off in the future if we get there. Yeah, exactly. Um, That That is my... Uh, that's my sort of belief on it. It's not um, a bad idea. I don't mind it. Oh, I think we I think we covered a lot of topics here. We did good. Yeah. Anything else? I think it's going to be good. I mean, I always get nervous when we talk about Flesh and Blood in the sad zone, but I think it'll be received. Well, no, no, no. The, the happy um, zone is like a revolutionary reset. <laughs> oh, I'm so yeah, sorry for the happy zone. Okay, well, I think that was a yeah, good episode. It was good to talk to you again, Phil. I haven't talked to you in a while. So. Yeah, uh, it is nice to catch up with you. I mean, hopefully, I think we're going to get a spoiler. <laughs> Maybe we'll get spoilers. It sounds like, well, who knows after this episode what happens, but uh, we'll deal with it oh, as yeah, it for comes. Sure. I, don't, I was not even anti-DC. I was fucking pro-DC in this episode, you fuckers, if I don't get a spoiler. Look, I, I don't get a spoiler if fucking DC is bought the and sold it could be, by it the, could... anti-white blade, the anti-white blade consortium. <laughs> bought and fucking sold. <laughs> It's a lot of money behind that anti-white blade movie. Yeah, yeah. This dark money, dude. It's all the yeah. dark money. Yeah, fuck that shit. Um. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, have a good night, Phil. You too. You too. Uh. Bye. Wait, sorry. Did you want to do a Canadian politics corner? Oh fuck yeah. What's what's hat? What's shaking in in Canada? Jason Kenny resigned. Did you hear this? 
Oh, oh yeah, you want to talk about Jason Kenny resigning. Ah, uh, and I look, I know Canadian politics corner, and then we're talking about Alberta again. Yes, yes, is the best province. <laughs> Get over it. But anyways, fucking Jason Kenny barely wins. So look, he's been fucking up. Everyone hates him. People hate him because there's too much lockdowns. People hate him because there is not enough lockdown. So anyways, there's a big vote in the Conservative Party. Is he still a fit leader? Uh, turns out they bought like thousands and thousands of memberships on like six different credit cards and people who were not registered <laughs> voted. It's a whole thing. A little bit of light election fraud from our conservative party. Nothing new. <laughs> nothing to be surprised. Anyways, slim win by Jason Kenney, something like 51%. And then he comes out, he's like, oh, I'm resigning. And then the next day, well, no, he's still, he's still the premier. Uh, yeah, uh, he's resigning at some point in the future. To be determined. So, I mean, good, okay. Good so, the, so the whole reason he's resigning, I think the whole reason he's so he's like, yeah, he's kind of hated. So the Conservative Party in Alberta is the is the union, an, un, an unholy union between the Wild Rose, correct, and the Conservatives. The Wild Rose, lovingly referred to as the the Lake of Fire Party, which is like the the Christian <laughs> crazies kind of stuff. They are. They're like. They're like the fucking like. Like no abortion. All, yes to like. Like God will save us all. Like fucking wild man. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, the conservative parties are like traditional conservatives, and they lost the last election to the NDP. So they actually like formed an, an unholy union. And Jason Kenney was supposed to um, Jason lead that. Kenney it's rolled tough. in from Ontario and was like, "Who's gonna unite the two parties? It is me, Jason Kenney, who's yeah." Not really from Alberta. <laughs> I'm gonna wear a cowboy hat and drive a pickup truck, and yeah, that that obviously I, worked. So good for him. Uh, but yeah, nothing I, good I happened like, since then. Yeah, so the party is kind of tearing itself apart because there's like the crazies are like Jason Kenney's not crazy enough. Yeah, no. And the conservatives are like Jason Kenney's too crazy, and so he's like caught between like two lovers. Yes, um, it's great to watch. And I think ultimately, oh fuck! Oh no! Fuck me! Oh no! The bongos. <laughs> what is that sound? <laughs> what sound? I don't know. Every every time you record, there's like this. Is it just your microphone? You that's, that's how your life sounds. No, it wasn't there. We'll never figure it out what it was. <laughs> I was it was me making. It was it was me shaking for making the delivery. Oh, man. Um, oh fuck! It was gone okay. for a while. Think, like a few episodes, it wasn't there, and then it, now it's back. It's okay. I missed it. It's fine. I think. <laughs> I think the reason he stepped down is so that they can nominate a new leader to win the election. Yes, they need a fresh slate. That's the whole. They need a fresh face, someone who doesn't have like because my boy fucked the province up hard on the on the pandemic and healthcare and like all these things. So he's just like. They just want to. They just want a fucking fresh, uh, warm body in the room. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, There's not been a lot. I haven't been paying attention to politics a lot actually recently. It's um, been pretty boring. Mm. There was. I mean, there's the. There's like the the news uh, today about handguns. Oh yes, banning gun ownership, but not addressing gun crime. Um. Yeah. Canada, liberal playbook Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like the liberals actually. So it's like. In Canada, is sort of similar to Europe in that you have to have like go through like a pretty um, hardcore licensing process to have a firearm, unlike the U.S. Yeah, and so it's just like um, they they keep it's like kind of hard because it's like I mentally do not really enjoy gun ownership, but also I don't like the government crushing civil liberties. Same, same. Yeah, and, like I don't really give a shit so, about gun owners, but at the same time, it's like you're not really. 
you're not the government really doing anything to address like <laughs> actual yeah, gun it's, violence. It's, it's bad. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's like the classic liberal thing where it's like whenever there's a ma- like there's been a bunch of mass shootings in the U.S. and it's just like oh we should maybe do something in Canada. It's like the fucking weirdest thing where Canada's like oh something bad happened in the U.S. We should just like preemptively announce a bill for that. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, the societal problems exist in both countries, so it's not like it doesn't have any merit, but this is just like, in some ways, it's like the bare minimum you could do to, like, move the needle at all while, yeah, at the same time, like, just <laughs> stripping people's rights. Uh, we are the all right of Netrunner podcast. Holy shit. That, don't, don't say that, please, God. Okay. No, God that's gonna I'm going to get fucking canceled. You're already canceled. I'm going to fucking someone... Someone's gonna fucking snip at my thing about GLC and be like, "It's gonna be bad." See, now that I already knew, like, as, that, as, as I was even... saying, as I was saying it, I knew this was like one of those opinions that you don't say on a podcast. Oh, but here we are. It's, it's um, the final episode of the Shadow Net. It's all right. We had thanks. a good run. Um, yeah, but anyway, it was it was. Thanks for recording the podcast, uh, Phil. It was fun. I love recording this podcast. It's great. Yeah, me, me too. See you around. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's going to need some editing. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do a content warning? Yeah.